Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another hopefully interesting discussion today, another Minecraft discussion on all things well-being, and my name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am thrilled to have a talk with you on something I speak to my Minecrafters uh, in, in the class during the semester on do what you love and the money will follow. This uh, phrase actually is also a title of, of the book. So Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow is by Marsha Sinatar. I don't remember the exact date it was published because I'm not looking at it at this minute, but it was decades ago. And when it hit, it was like, you know, earth shadowing. You know, really? I can actually follow my passion and and have the money roll in? Well, yeah. And honestly, that's the only way it really does roll in for the most part. Obviously, things can happen with inheritances and this and that but as far as as far as you know earning the money following your passion is key and as you know my dear friend Oprah because I love her so much we're very good friends she just isn't isn't aware she talks about this a lot she'll say when when your personality aligns with what you are meant to do in universe with a capital U source higher power God whomever when you when you the who you are the unique Spirit, you are is in alignment with what the universe wants. Oh my gosh, the universe is your oyster. Isn't anything that can't roll in for you? And you know, in my Minecraft class, I it varies like because obviously I change things up a lot. But I'll show these really short clips, like thirty seconds to a minute, because it doesn't take that long to get the idea. So sometimes I would show an an old old clip of Michael Jackson at seven. Um, seven or I mean, little little boy just flying across the stage, you know, ba 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 ba. That's it for my singing right there for sure. But he's just nowhere in his head is a paycheck. Nowhere he's got the he's dressed in all the the bling bling and the glitter and having a ball at seven years old flying across the stage, and that's one. Sometimes I'll show. Um, I have a brief. I have a little one on Michael Phelps. There actually isn't even any sound to it, and it's kind of from underneath in the pool. You can just see. He is just so in the zone, just in the zone. And then, then there's one with, I forget her name now. She's a little, she's seven years, she was seven years old in this as well. A little surfer from Australia. And they called her the flying squirrel, I think. And you watch her in these ginormous waves, just huge, huge, you know, waves in Australia. Kind of like you see in Hawaii when they have the surf competitions. <clears throat> there's this little, little girl just looking like as if she's at one with the ocean. She's at one with the waves and no fear, no nothing. She is just doing her thing. And this is just how it works. When our personality is in alignment with that which we were meant to do on this earth, it just all comes together. And, you know, you know, this sort of idea has been out there for ages. You hear you know, the great ones saying it a lot. You know, you listen to, you know, Oprah, I just said, has been saying this forever. Um, Tony Robbins and, you know, obviously Marsha Sinatar, but lots and lots of the greatest thinkers uh, have been saying this for a very long time. And also Sarah Von Brednick, I want to give her a shout out because I was inspired by her today as well. Uh, she wrote the book Simple Abundance. And she, uh, Sarah says that uh, Marsha Sinatar is actually not the first first to advise us along these lines. Countless sages, poets, and philosophers have done so, though each has put it, each has put it differently. One of Buddha's main steps for achieving enlightenment, for example, is discovering your right livelihood. Just imagine that. 
And at the other end of the spectrum, John D. Rockefeller believed that the power to make money was a gift from God, which is simply another way of saying, do what you love and the money will follow. And another thing to understand, I'm also in this minute thinking of Aaron Doughty. He just He came into my mind. He's also one of my teachers that I listen to on occasion. And he has a good lesson about this too, because it doesn't mean, oh, Jim Carrey just thought of him. It doesn't mean, okay, I'm, I figured out my passion. And then like you sit on the couch with a sandwich, that's what Jim Carrey says. You, you've got to, you've got to obviously put in the effort, commit to it. The main, the main thing here though, is you've got to realize and know who you are and what your passion is first, and then go full throttle towards that passion. Some people say, oh, you don't understand, you understand, and maybe you don't, um, they're working in, in some horrible, you know, it's horrible for them because it's not, me- it's not meant to be for you. You're in this horrible job that's just safe, there's no growth, there's no excitement. Um, it doesn't even have to be miserable, maybe. You might just not have any kind of, there's no spark. You know, to me, that's a fate worse than death. There's just no spark. But it can be comfortable, maybe it's a steady paycheck, maybe not so much. Maybe you're making some money, but not enough, and it's a constant struggle, so you've got a second gig on, you know, side hustle on, uh, you know, going on. And Aaron Doughty talks about that in, in his podcast when uh, he talks about working at, I think it was Barney's, I think in Manhattan. Anyway, selling women's shoes <clears throat> all day. And <clears throat> excuse me, he wasn't, you know, he's growing, he was growing increasingly more miserable, but it was a stable, stable job, a stable job. He's in Manhattan. He even mentioned his salary, which was, which was decent though. Obviously the standard of living is higher there. So once he really was figuring, I, I don't want to do this. It's gradually turning into something I despise. So, and then he, once he realized that he got a plan together and there was overlap. So it's not just like this, you know, find my passion, quit tomorrow. Um, he started, so he had some overlap. So he started to make, cause you want to be an influencer. He started to make YouTubes like every single morning. And I think got up earlier, stayed, stayed up later. I don't know, but he did, he worked at it on both ends until he was able to let go of the other job. And it wasn't a comfortable letting go. He was still going to come up short, but now once he quit, he had the, the time to then go full throttle. So the overlap is important. And Jim Carrey says something uh, very similar when he was, when he was young, 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 young Jim Carrey talked about writing himself the check for $10 million and then put it in his wallet and walked around with it. He gave himself three years and just did all this visualizing. And, and, um, and eventually obviously, uh, he got the, the movie, uh, dumb and dumber, which paid him exactly $10 million, which is just wild. And, you know, just in my own life in a more, you know, quote unquote, regular person kind of way. Right. Um, wow. I mean, it's just, I've just seen it happen in my own life. And, and now, you know, how much I love teaching. Teaching is what I was meant you know, just meant to do on this earth, uh, which is really, I've actually been changing that lately to educating because, which also rolls into my mission of being a good mother and all that it all rolls in together. Um, I, I love teaching so much and I, now I can, I can very clearly see my next move since again, it's it, the broader sense it's educating because I love to also, just like I love to fly around the classroom. I love to fly around an auditorium with different groups of people. And lately I've been doing a lot of that at colleges and universities. And it's the same charge for me because, because I'm following my passion. It's just, it's just packaged just a little differently because obviously it's still educating and I love it. I absolutely love it. And, uh, and the money will follow. It's just how it is. And, 
uh, you know, I love it when at the end and people are asking questions and sharing about their lives, um, uh, the make them making a difference out there thing is just such a charge because there's so many important conversations to have right now in 2022. And I just did one at Penn State last week with a, just a lovely group of people. I can't say enough about their, their warmth and, and kindness and, and this, and this desire to have a conversation about um, preventing burnout and, and learning how to take care of ourselves better. And, and, and they chose to, to um, have me work it into the, the sort of a, an, an adjacent conversation about how self-care also needs to incorporate an equity-based mindset. This was um, the student affairs crew at Penn State. So that's just another example and I've been doing lots of these with with different conversations that whatever you know said group really wants to have that fits with their college or university, uh, and it's just been so incredibly rewarding. I'm just it's just I absolutely love it. And that being said, I had this this came up in our in the chat last week that you don't want to be that weekend warrior. You no, know, you know, just living for the weekend to come and. and because if that's the case, something is wrong. So uh, that particular conversation was about burnout prevention. So it might be something that you do really love, but it's spun out of control um, for various reasons, which are too much to get into right now, uh, because that was a specific conversation. But you could be headed down the burnout trail. And that is uh, very important to look at because your life minutes today, all of our life minutes today, in this moment, today, are important. So to just try to survive and get through today for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is just, uh, it, that's a very strong signal with flares and neon signs and loud horns to say, make some changes. So if it's a situation of burnout, that can be undone. If you, if you really have the passion to do it, there are things that can change to make that happen. And, or, or, and, or if it's, you might be realizing that's, that's no longer the position for you. It's no longer the, your calling. You might want to, if that isn't your passion anymore, it's a good idea to get out of there. Okay. So it can be different reasons, but the idea is you want to, you don't want to be surviving today to enjoy tomorrow. That's just nuts. Absolutely nuts in, in, in a work sense of the world word work sense of the word. And, um, so you, so what I'm saying is with that is it's one thing if you're being pulled towards something else, that's your passion versus being pulled away from something that's just because you're burnt out. But either way, you don't want to live for the weekends because that is throwing your life minutes in this moment away. So then Sarah says, you know, we, when we say do what you love and the money will follow, she says, but still we ask, does it really? And then she says, yes but not the way you're used to getting it. In the first place, the money usually doesn't come all at once, especially in the beginning. That is just important to know because the universe asks us to be to be patient with that. Remember, the universe also responds well to everything we do. Literally, whatever we say yes to, we get more of. What we say no to, we get less of. That's very important to remember with what we're putting out there. I am saying yes to presentations because this is my next move. I, I love educating. And I'm a fabulous 57 and I would definitely, that's definitely where I'm headed is doing um, even more and more and more of these um, as I'm invited to, as I'm invited to them. Uh, so then she says, um, okay, in the second place, the money will come from unexpected sources, but it will come. And here's why 
When you start following your authentic path, you're finally using the gifts spirit or the universe expects you to use. Oprah, remember, Oprah says the exact same thing. You're actively searching, um, you know, for whatever the universe is is has in store for you. You're holding up your end of the bargain. Spirit's part of the pact is to make sure you have everything you need to make you truly happy. This includes money. This is another thing. A lot of people think that if you're um, if they, that if you're pursuing abundance in this way, that's that this like you're a bad person if you're if you're chasing down wealth. And obviously, wealth is a much bigger word than money. But here's the thing: if you're putting it out there to the universe that having money is is having let's say having lots of money is bad, makes you a bad person. Guess what? You're not going to get. The universe is going to say, okay, she doesn't want this because it's going to make her feel badly about herself. Well, then it's not going to come. Another thing that helped me work through that, because I had that mindset for a while, not recently, but a long time ago. Um, And Aaron Doughty talks about it, about it too, is that money is a side effect. It's, it's, if it's like, you know, your passion is the steak or the big roast stuffed chicken um, you know, the, the money is the rice peel off or the asparagus, you know, it's, it's like a side, but, but yet we also really like the rice, the rice peel off and the asparagus, but aim for the stuffed roast chicken and the steak. That is the passion is what we're after. You can tell I'm a foodie because I use that examples. I use those examples a lot. And then uh, Sarah says, spirit knows the rate of exchange used here on earth is cash, not clamshells or sheep, but the rate of exchange in heaven is wonder. Doing what you love is not about the money. It's about wonder. As soon as you understand you're supposed to be asking for wonder instead of money, you'll start experiencing abundance. Trust me, doing what you love does eventually lead to the ATM, but you might have a few detours before you get there. Oh my gosh, spot on accurate. What's what's crazy when you're so in alignment, which I'm feeling in alignment right now and in the flow which is the work of Mihal Chick sent me high being in the flow. I'm in the flow at this minute in this podcast with you in Northern Vermont. I am, I'll just give you the visual. I'm upstairs on the couch with my hot tea by my side. The sliding glass doors are open. It's raining and it's, it's the morning and it's incredibly, incredibly peaceful. And this conversation just came to me and there is nowhere else I'd rather be than right now doing what I'm doing. I, I, it's just, so this is what we're talking about, doing what you love and the money will fo- follow, being in that flow zone. And also another great teacher is coming to me because that's what happens when we're in the flow. The teachers just show up everywhere. So I talk about Wayne Dyer a lot and he's another one I, it's, that uh, can, can roll right into this because he talks about how to having desi- authentic, that's the key word, authentic desires is a good thing. And I just did a podcast about the disease, dis-ease of wanting not the same. We're not talking about, you know, the, the, um, you know, the Murphy's next door who just got the Tesla and now and ha- their kids riding around in a electric car and, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's, 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 that's a jealousy, envy, striving for materially things without the authenticity. That's not the same. Having authentic desire, or as Sarah von Brednick says, wonder, we're chasing you know, our next move, our authentic next move, that's desire, that's wonder, that's passion, that's all of it. And that is not only okay, that's what the universe, God's source, higher power expects of us. Like, yay, they're finally getting it. I'm here, I'm ready. So then Sarah says, you know, we, 
when we say do what you love and the money will follow, she says, but still we ask, does it really? And then she says, yes, but not the way you're used to getting it. In the first place, the money usually doesn't come all at once, especially in the beginning. That is just important to know because the universe asks us to be to be patient with that. Remember, the universe also responds well to everything we do. Literally, whatever we say yes to, we get more of. What we say no to, we get less of. That's very important to remember with what we're putting out there. I am saying yes to presentations because this is my next move. I, I love educating and I'm a fabulous 57 and I would definitely, that's definitely where I'm headed is doing um, even more and more and more of these um, as I'm invited to, as I'm invited to them. Uh, so then she says, um, okay, in the second place, the money will come from unexpected sources, but it will come. And here's why. When you start following your authentic path, you're finally using the gifts spirit or the universe expects you to use. Oprah, remember, Oprah says the exact same thing. You're actively searching, um, you know, for whatever the universe is, is, has in store for you. You're holding up your end of the bargain. Spirit's part of the pact is to make sure you have everything you need to make you truly happy. This includes money. This is another thing. A lot of people think that if you're, um, they, that if you're pursuing abundance in this way, that's that this, like you're a bad person. If you're, if you're chasing down wealth and obviously wealth is a much bigger word than money, but here's the thing. If you're putting it out there to the universe that having money is, is having, let's say having lots of money is bad, makes you a bad person. guess what? You're not going to get the universe is going to say, okay, she doesn't want this because she may, it's going to make her feel badly about herself. Well, then it's not going to come. Another thing that helped help me work through that, because I had that mindset for a while, well, not recently, but a long time ago. Um, and Aaron Doughty talks about it, about it too, is that money is a side effect. It's, it's, if it, it's like, you know, your passion is the steak or the big roast stuffed chicken. Um, you know, the, the money is the rice pilaf or the asparagus, you know, it's, it's like a side, but, but yet we also really like the rice, the rice pilaf and the asparagus, but aim for the stuffed roast chicken and the steak. That is the passion is what we're after. You can tell I'm a foodie because I use that examples. I use those examples a lot. And then uh, Sarah says, spirit knows the rate of exchange used here on earth is cash, not clamshells or sheep. But the rate of exchange in heaven is wonder. Doing what you love is not about the money. It's about wonder. As soon as you understand you're supposed to be asking for wonder instead of money, You'll start experiencing abundance. Trust me, doing what you love does eventually lead to the ATM, but you might have a few detours before you get there. Oh my gosh, spot on, accurate. Well, I'm literally sitting here with the rain coming down, kind of having this, you know, subtly surreal. Is that even possible? Like an oxymoron. It's just surreal that I'm like, I'm talking about flow, and I'm I'm literally in it right now. It just it's just there's no one no one else I'd rather be and nothing no other place I'd rather be and I'm just in this loving having this conversation with you and delivering this this message I'm just it's a high like I can't tell you okay so then Sarah says okay here's uh which brings us to the third and final caveat we must not tell spirit how the money should be delivered when it should arrive or in what denomination this can be the challenging part because I, the good Lord put a lot of things in my gift bag and patience is just not one of them. I'm telling you that right now. I'm a work in progress with, with that. And it, it, we have to realize 
the universe, you know, the universe knows what's knows or God or spirit, however that is for you, knows what's in store for us. So she says, Sarah says, this is not ransom. This is not a ransom. Spirit's been delivering the goods for a long time now. Spirit doesn't need our input. Although it's been my experience that friendly suggestions and reminders every now and then about exactly what bills need to be paid does not seem out of line. That cracks me up. The point is, and I think we said this in a different episode, is that if, if you want to make the universe laugh or spirit, right, tell her your plans. Because this is, uh, you know, we, we just get off in our, you know, in our own direction. And, t- and then we get reeled in by what Oprah calls whispers, right? Like, okay, no, wait, glad you glad you think you're liking it over there. I'm going to reel you back in over here. And when we don't whisp- listen to these whispers, as, as Oprah says, they can turn into bricks. So it's like, not that way, this way. Another thing Oprah says uh, is to run your own race because we can often get wrapped up in, in what somebody else is doing and all their bling bling and all their, and the, especially if they're in the zone, if they're in their own flow and their own authenticity, doing their passion, it's, you're going it, to, it is, it is incredible to watch and it's enticing. Because you're like, wow, they're like the charisma is like leaking out of their pores because they're in their flow. But here's the thing. That's their flow and their authentic path, not yours. You can only be the best you. And with all almost 8 billion of us on this planet now, there, you know, there really are 8 billion unique snowflakes out there. It's just true. Um, so then Sarah then kind of winds up with, she says, especially what happens, um, oh, sorry, Essentially what happens when you begin to do what you love is that you, is that you get a new employer spirit spirit always pays us in, in proportion to how hard we work. It's probably the first time that many of us will find ourselves being uh, compensated fairly. I like that, but the paycheck doesn't arrive every Friday or even once a month. I don't want to scare you, but sometimes it can even take years. Still, it does arrive. And the first time you get paid for doing what you love to do will be the one of the most thrilling moments of your life that I can vouch for um, with, again, with teaching in general, which is not a super high paying occupation relative to some others, but it just feels so good. And, and a good, you know, my good friend, Dr. Dave, I talk about a lot. I mean, way back when he's retired now, but way, way back when we were both teaching and you know, we, we go to lunch every other week or so. And we back way back then we'd be like, Oh my God, can you, believe we get paid for this like it we're having so much fun it almost feels like it should be illegal or something obviously we need the paychecks we're not saying you know that's the world operates on cash it's that's the currency right um but we actually felt like how is this even possible to love what you're doing this much and get a paycheck you know and now with doing these running around doing these presentations it's just you know again same theme different different stage so to speak right um, and, and it's just, oh my God, I, I just can't say enough about it. And then, uh, Sarah says it's worth the wait. It's glorious. It's bliss. It's nothing less than experience, than experiences, he- experiencing heaven on earth. That is absolutely true for me. And for the grand finale here, uh, Sarah shares with us as the English novelist Enid Bagnall reminds us, there may be wonder in money. But dear God, there is money in wonder. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.